Clap for the cameras. Give it up for the cameras. Welcome to the Sissy Boys podcast. I am Dan Donahue. Do you think Dan has a right to take away your vape? Uh, no, I really miss it. But yeah, it's in my best interest. I'm Matt Legrand. Here's the thing about taking people's vapes, which I do uh, all the time, because people's vapes are constantly on tables. When they go to bars, they'll they'll be passing them between people. And I just take them because I, I, I Cooper, you can attest to this. I'm pretty accepting of my friends' uh, habits and vices. I think well, that's true. I guess, but also you did take Matt's vape. Well, here's the thing. I make one line in the sand, and that's vaping. Why vaping? Vaping is just at the perfect intersection of both being unhealthy and also pissing me off. <laughs> so you won't accept that in your friends? It's not that I won't accept it. It's that I'll take it, and if they want it back, they'll have to fight me for it. So it's doing two things. I feel like that's not accepting. It's, well, everybody has different definitions of different things. But take what it, it, they have to fight you for. What it, it does is it... And there's no way the mic picks that up. What it does is it uh, allows for a moment, a, a, a brief moment where my friends can finally breathe in oxygen, which many of them are just not doing anymore. Most of them, it's just been vapor for the last like nine or 12 months since they came up with those fucking flume things, which just look like a tit. It just looks like a nipple. It's so... It feels good. There's something know. so fucked up about how like... How much of just a little baby people who use those look like? Yeah. And so it gives them a little break. And then fighting me gives them cardio, which they haven't done in the eight months that they've been vaping for. So I've been riding my bike. To the vape store. I feel like that's like <laughs> calling being in prison a break. Because it's like a forced break. But it is kind of a break. It's not good, but it's a break. Do you feel like you're on a break right now? Um, sure. I will say last night I, um, changed my shorts when I got home and I put on like athletic shorts and, uh, didn't have the vape until like about an hour ago. And I completely forgot about it. That's good. Like, I don't think I, I I'm not doing, I'm not drinking or doing any drugs right now. So it's like my one vice. So I will say it's a little cruel that you took away my little pacifier. I think you should go back to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should drink. Instead. Do you think drinking is less harmful than vaping? I don't. Here's the thing. People will ask me that because I have uh, gone public a couple of times saying how annoying vaping is to me. It's not about health. It's about the fact that it fucking annoys me when people are doing it around me. Because at least when you smoke a cigarette, you have to relocate. And there's an understanding from cigarette smokers where it's like, oh, I shouldn't fucking blow this shit in people's faces. But there has just been so many times. That my like, I'll be in a circle of people, and then a fucking cloud of vanilla will just hit my face. I didn't fucking ask for that. Yeah, but you're so blessed to have not asked to just receive the smell of vanilla when you could just be inhaling LA trash. I'd rather. Mm, also, do you vanilla. do you like it when people throw up in your apartment? Because that's what I'll do if I drink in your apartment. Well, you're staying out of my apartment. That's what's good about it <laughs> is that I can I have the ability to keep you out of my apartment. You can vape and drive. I think vaping's better than drinking. I listen, I'm not again, I'm not saying what's better or healthier. I'm saying what pisses me off. And vaping pisses me off more than when my friends are drinking and more than when they are smoking cigarettes. And so I've I've made it my vendetta. Listen, anti-vaping people are not on my side either because I'm like smoke as much as you can, you know? Smoke, I don't cigarettes. Care. Yeah, smoke because cigarettes. You know that you're not allowed to do it. In people's faces. I can be in a place where you have to go somewhere else to do that shit. It's just fucking annoying. It's annoying to me because I, d I just want to be talking to my friend. And then all of a sudden I just hear this like weird fucking Darth Vader inhale. And then there's a, a I, I got like, you know, crop dusted with fucking this, I, I just hate it. It just pisses me off. And it's it it's this off. weird shit. Where because people can do it all the time, they just do, and people are just doing it constantly, and it, it upsets me. I went to the movies yesterday, and I brought it in the movie theater, mm. and I vaped in the theater. I would kill you. 
There was a guy who worked at the theater with a flashlight trying to find who was vaping. I would kill you. He did. He not. wouldn't have to. He would have to find your body. That's what he would be looking for if you he, were fucking. He doing was that. looking for my body. If you were in front of me, <laughs> your dead body. If you were in front of me, well, if you were there, was that? You mean if you were there? If I were there, things would have gone a little different. This is. A, Damn, I was like, watching a horror movie. Have you heard of the movie Barbarian? Yeah, I've heard of it. It's so good. Do you like scary movies? It's about Dan's wife. Yes. How about, how Don't you, ever fucking say that about my put, beautiful wife ever you again. Put then your vape and smoke it. Don't say that about my fucking. Take that back. Before we keep going as gentlemen, you have to take that back. I don't take anything. Hey, back. G- look at me, gentleman to gentleman. Take it back. You have to accept that I don't take things back. As a gentleman, I I, I regret saying it, but I, I can't take it back. Um, well, well, as long as you regret it, I don't regret it. What the fuck? I don't regret it. Lewis said we haven't been funny enough on these episodes. Yeah, what the fuck? It's uh, not true. We've been really, really funny. So I was vaping in Barbarian yesterday. Very scary movie. And I think it would be a scarier movie if it was about someone vaping in a theater who's getting murdered while they're watching a scary movie. Yeah, that would. I, I'm going to film that movie next time I go to a movie theater and someone starts fucking vaping in front of me. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. Just fuck off. Be an adult. Be a fucking adult. Do drugs. That That's fine. I'm totally fine with that. Don't do this dumb shit where you can fucking do it 24-7 all the time. It, 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 it's, not how, it's not good. It's not good. A vice should be a vice. But also doing heroin is probably not good either. Yeah, but you can't do heroin in front of me in a movie theater and not have people raise an eyebrow. I think it'd probably be easier because there's no cloud of smoke. It wouldn't be bothering me, actually. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. ruin my fucking movie experience if you were doing heroin you in front of me. snort heroin and just nod out for the entire movie. Yeah. Great. That's fine. I get to still watch Barbarian without a fucking big cloud in front of me. You're saying this right after Michael Keaton won Best Actor in the mini- limited series Dope Sick? Mm-hmm. You're going to say his powerful performance where he fights the opioid epidemic was worth nothing? As you encourage people to smoke, sorry, snort heroin instead of vape apple green. I'm saying if Michael Keaton, if that movie was made two years later, Limited it would have series. been called Vape Sick. <laughs> That's a good okay. one. Do you know, um, uh, and the doctor would be Vin Diesel for yeah, some reason. Awesome. <laughs> Do you know to practice for that movie, Michael Keaton actually fought the opioid epidemic and he fixed it. Whoa. Yeah. It was all method acting. Did you he know wins. He, I, won. Yeah. he beat it. It's over. You're welcome. Wow, good for him. That's a, some Birdman shit right there. Um, I don't even know if his character in this show is. He's a doctor who's on trial because he's been prescribing it, but he was like given money to prescribe. You know what I mean? You know how it goes. Yeah, we all know how it goes. You guys are from Boston, both of you, except you. Oh, was he from Massachusetts and the thing? Uh, I feel like it's on the East Coast. I haven't seen it. I shouldn't talk You gotta about it. fucking stop doing heroin. Yeah. Heroin. Black tar. Why don't you just eat more coffee? <laughs> you can't do heroin, kid. Hey, kid. Like that? You got, and the guy's just shooting up because he can't stand <laughs> the fucking annoying accent Dude, of the person oh, in front oh of him. Oh, my God. A fucking lobster roll must taste so good on heroin. Oh, yeah. You were just in the beautiful Cape Cod. I was in Cape Cod. I was at Whitehorse Beach in Plymouth. You in Plymouth? Did you go Did you to um, Provincetown for no. your wa- for your mom's wedding? No. But and um, the uh, what's it called? The um, Boys Town. Dick Dick Dock, where people get fucked under the dock. You didn't go there for your mom's wedding. Really? That's what it's called. It's not called that, but it's called something eerily similar to Dick Dock. And apparently, after the bars close, everyone just goes under the dock and like has full. I accidentally, sex. I accidentally downloaded that app instead of TikTok, and boy, was I surprised. <laughs> Dick Dock is such yeah. like a New England name for a gay. And yeah, we're gonna like, go down to the Dick Dock. That's like the most New England gay shit I've ever heard. Oh yeah, where would you fuck except down by the dock? It's the so P Town is so funny. Because you go to everywhere else in uh, Massachusetts and everyone just looks it's like a potato. Just like completely. Round like, ass heads out Round there. ass heads. There's Why a lot of round sh- heads, guys. Really? Are they ugly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not everyone, no. There's like, there's it, it, there's people with, with a lot of charm. But there's a lot, like most people, 
pretty are, much, pretty are, much everyone's ugly. Are kind of, and then you go to P Town and it's like, holy shit! Are they all hot there? If you if you told me P Town is the place where all the hot guys like go to hide from ugly people, I would believe uh, you. Uh, P Town hmm. was apparently one of the first settled places in America. Like where yeah, that makes sense. Pilgrims went. They were all gay. They yeah. went to Provincetown and they started RuPaul's Drag Race. I think yeah, <laughs> it was Plymouth for right because Plymouth Rock is where they famously first kind of. Well, well the, hey, you know the, the first people that were here, they crossed the Bering Strait. The first town is Jamestown in America. Yeah, but then that got yeah. fucked up. They fucking. They they clobbered Jamestown. Sorry, the yeah. first colonized town was Jamestown. Yeah, we're talking about the colonizers. Yeah, Plymouth is the largest. You guys county. aren't ready for a real history lesson. Mm-hmm. You just that I'm not able or qualified to. Is it the Bering Strait? What's the land bridge? You know what I'm talking about? The ice bridge that yeah, they yeah, crossed yeah. over uh, on. Is that the Bering Terabithia? Strait? Hey, producer, can can we can we look that up? It is because they fish in the in the don't they fish in the Bering Sea on deadliest catch? I don't know, but go on. Why don't you know? I don't know. Shit. How was Boston? It was amazing. Why did your mom get married there? Um, and why did your mom get married anywhere? Yeah. What? The, why didn't she keep just fucking throwing it around? Whoa, Dan, that is disrespectful. I don't know. She said her. I, no, but in an empowering way. I don't mean that in a negative way. Oh, yeah, way. yeah. Your mom is a hashtag girl boss. And how? why was her second girl boss wedding in Boston? Well, because my now stepdad is from Newton. The second wedding is always the girl boss wedding. The first wedding is, is, is the first just wedding, the wedding is um, patriarchal. Yeah, is the patriarchal. The second wedding, wedding is this is my this turn. This one's now. for the gals. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do one for the girls. <laughs> yeah, it was for the girlies. <laughs> this but one he, is for the girlies. He's from Newton, and then he always vacationed in Whitehorse Beach at a cottage with his family that he now owns himself, and that's in Plymouth, and. So everybody stayed in the cottages around the beach. So he owns all the cottages? No. But he owns a cottage. You rent out cottages yeah, there. It's a big Was it really industry, pretty? Yeah. It was gorgeous. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. It was absolutely gorgeous. I love the place I live. It's great. It's great. And fucking... Uh, place I'm from. Really? Mm-hmm. Newton? No. Uh, well, I grew up in Marion. It was weird driving around being like, oh, this is why Dan's like this. Okay. Mm-mm. What do you I mean by it. that? I don't know. You just see all those trees, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Did you see more um, trees there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You used to climb the fuck out of those used trees. To climb a lot of trees. There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot. There's so fucking many. I thought there were a lot of trees in L.A. They got a tree <laughs> problem. Yeah, over Boston. There. I've cut I've cut down trees with an axe in my backyard. This is more rural. This is Plymouth, so it's a Boston. Oh, yeah, the place is... I grew up is not like a city. Boston. Yeah. Um, did you see a lot of deaf um, sailors? Where's this going? Uh, well, the movie last year, um, the best picture winner was Coda, and um, they were all deaf fishermen. Is that like your only... All of your references for life are like Academy Award winning or nominated movies. Uh, Do you or, notice that? You bring it. You bring like... Or Emmy. Acclaimed movies up a lot. Limited series. Did anyone see the... Uh, the People were mad at... Uh, that was a genuine question. Did you see a lot of deaf sailors? Yeah, I know. Well, it wasn't, it. It How was, would I know if they were deaf? Um, maybe you would try to talk to them. My brother did try to talk to the guys at the docks because he would fish lobster, and he's like, "How much do you guys get a pound?" They're like, "Huh?" And they were like, "Exactly." No. They probably were deaf, but like, my, no, like in a rude way. Yeah. But my brother's a fisherman, so he was trying to do fish talk. But he, he's a fisherman on the West Coast, right? Yeah, he fishes them on the That's West Coast. That's interesting. Yeah. There was a big connection there. He could have interacted with a lot of different types of fishermen. No, that was an angry Portuguese guy. Are there a lot of Portuguese people in Boston? Oh, in uh, New Bedford area and in that area, yeah. Those guys are the, I mean, the, the fucking, as fishermen, they're so good. They're probably very attractive. Um, Yeah, I mean, no. again, no one in New England is attractive. What about Tom Brady? Like, uh, JFK was the hottest guy in New England, and he he's like a... You know, not that great. He was he kind was, of ugly. So yeah, kind of ugly. That they had to kill him because he was like upping the median. Right. Yeah, we like, couldn't have hotness. that. They're like, wait, this isn't fair. You're like making our average 6.6 instead of like 4.0. Yeah, exactly. We can't be comfortable with this. That's why you had to leave. That's why Louis C.K. had to leave. <laughs> the hottest guy. <laughs> the two hottest guys Louis imaginable. Louis C.K. is so fucking hot, dude. Um, 
We hung out with my brother's friend who's from New Bedford, and he talked about how his mom's boyfriend hit his boyfriend, but he's not that bad of a guy. His mom's boyfriend hit his boyfriend. Sorry. His mom's boyfriend hit his mom. Hit his mom. Hit his mom. His mom's boyfriend hit his mom. Yes. Yeah, there's domestic violence in Massachusetts, uh, as in every state. Can I ask what was she wearing? I, I don't know. What could she be wearing where that would be okay to you? Uh, just a shirt that said the N-word. <laughs> it's either Academy Award winning movies or just you know fra- what? fragrantly Wait, offensive time out. Not to Not to bring light on a very negative situation, but as far, as far as an answer to my question, where obviously I was trying to trap you, right? You were trying to make a joke and I was trying to back you into a corner. I will say this. That was not a bad way out of that corner. He's a politician. Don't put baby in the corner. That was not a bad way. I put you on. I put you on blast, and you did kind of squiggle out of that. I'm. I am anti-hitting women, but I am more so anti-racism. Actually, they're equal. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did it's did you guys see the Jimmy Fallon or not Jimmy Fallon? What's the guy's oh, name I that they were all mad Jimmy about? Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel. It, Jimmy Kimmel. Did you see that? What about him? He. Laid, there was like a bit. I didn't. I, I don't know why I watched it. I don't know why I'm bringing this up because I, I don't watched know, it. I, I don't know shit about didn't. it. <laughs> no. But oh, I so what was the clip. context of Jimmy Kimmel doing that? It was very, very R word stupid. Uh, who was the presenter? It was Bill Hader. Okay. I be, is that no no no? It was Amy Poehler's ex husband. What's his name? No idea. Sorry. From uh uh from Arrested Lewis? Development. From Arrested Development. Will Arnett. Warnet. I like to refer to him as Amy Poehler's ex-husband. No, that's cool. Yeah. Um, he came out to present best writing in a comedy series, and um, he dragged Jimmy Kimmel by the arm or by the leg, like down the stage, and he was like, "Jimmy would like to be here, but he's knocked unconscious." It was like a very, um, how do you say, unfunny bit that made zero sense, and Jimmy Kimmel just stayed on the ground, and then Quinta Brunson. Mm-hmm. One best writing for Abbott Elementary, which is such a funny show. Yeah, she beat uh, Hacks, Ted Lasso, um, and General Hospital. I'm just kidding. Um, you know what sucks about that whole situation? My favorite comedy of the year, Dope Sick, is uh, that uh, people. I feel like it. I mean, it's like yeah, that that was definitely uncouth to do, and it's like you. It, it's a real. The, what was the census on it? The census to me where people were like it was disrespectful because uh, he took away from her moment. Well, it was actually uncomfortable watching it because Quinta's very small. Like she's probably like five feet tall or something. Uh, she gets on stage and his body is right in front of the microphone. So mm. she actually has to step to the side of the microphone and then she like has to give her speech. It was weird. It was bad. Like was weird. really, really. He did. He took away from her. It was like, okay, at this point, like you can give up on the bit and scurry off stage uh, because I genuinely wanted to hear what she had to say. She's great. You know, and that's a huge moment for her. She's like 30 years old and she just won. Yeah. You know, did you hear what she said after the fact about it? Um, Because they asked her, they're like, what did you think of that? And she was like, oh, well, you know, like I've known Jimmy for a while and like he gave me like my first like break on a late night show. And like I, I, I got the bit and I was fine with it. And she was like, I might be more mad tomorrow. But it was kind of like the way comedians talk about each other where they're like, yeah, I mean, like he did it. It he was, was being a it was a failed bit. It was a it was a, bit. it was a swing that the kind of guy who has been to too many of these would make. Totally. It's a it's a person who has been in the spotlight and in the forefront and you know at so much that I feel like he's probably really desensitized to these sorts of events. So in his mind he's probably like, "Oh, I'll just do this silly little thing and oh wouldn't it be funny if I stayed on stage, but not really understanding that it does matter. Yeah, it's to like it was like an afterthought being there where he was like, Ugh, I have to go again and present. Right. And he did. Think she did. Last thing about her, she did uh, once she accepted her speech and she was like, Really, you're not moving? And then she was like, Whatever, you can hold my phone. And then she threw her phone at him. That's like funny. in a funny way. That's funny. If anything, it just made her look better. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, in a roundabout way, it also sort of gives her a little bit more attention. 
Yeah, we're talking about it. Right? I and I feel like we like people would still be talking about it, but definitely not to the degree that they are now cuz I'm sure that like right-wing media is like everybody's getting mad at Jimmy Kimmel just for me or maybe they already hate Jimmy Kimmel so they're like fuck you Quinta Brunson Ariel was white right yeah she's like I'm not in the movie I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) Uh, what were you gonna say Cooper do you think this is gonna prompt people to look into the man show and oh that would be awesome I don't know what the man show is pretty much be like kind of his career really could be ruined, like just like by everything they What's did the on the man show. The only funny thing I'll, I'll explain the man show, but the only funny thing to come out of the man show is Doug Stanhope's bit about being hired to revive. So the man show was the show with Jimmy Kimmel and uh, uh, Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla, yeah. And it was literally just like a show where it's like we're gonna be like frat guys, and they would do on the street shit, and they would do like you know tit measuring contests or whatever. It was like a real Spike TV thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Like bits where like just a lady with tits would walk by and they'd be like, oh. And then Ro- Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope were hired to try to reboot the man show. But obviously their vibe is like really weird. Meaning that one that ended show. and now it's like these that are the one two ended. new guys. And then t- two new guys and people fucking hated it. Like people when Rogan, because people no. on the people on the like. One side who just hate the man show were obviously upset that it was getting rebooted because they were like, it's misogynist, all that, all that shit that like obviously is going to come up when you make a show called The Man Show. But then people who are man show fans were like, this isn't misogynist enough. Like, this is weird. We don't like how fucking weird this is. Yeah. Did it get like political? No, no. It was just like. They're, those are just not the guys. Like you, People would make arguments where it's like, oh, Joe Rogan is just like a bro. And it's like, Joe Rogan is a new bro. He's a new kind He's of bro. He's not an old bro, which is what you need to be. An old kind of bro, which is what you need to be. Toast to Mancho. 80s there's a, bro. There's a big delineation between bros because when bros got on the internet, they really did sort of like mix into the stew of online culture. So like... They'll still be bros, but a lot of them will have read something that you're you're surprised that they read. Like that's the kind of bro. Isn't that you? I guess. I mean, you're not like to the extent of Joe Rogan, but like you're a bro. Yeah, I've I've accepted that part of my nature, definitely. Uh, Joe Rogan isn't enough of like an envelope pusher in and of himself. Like it's not even that. They're just not invested in fun. They're not pushing the envelope in the way that the fans of the Mancho wanted them yeah, to push yeah, yeah. it. They want like Revenge of the Nerds vibe. But anyway, afterwards, Doug Stanhope uh, does a special where he talks about hosting the Mancho and it he does it's such a funny bit uh, very much about like how p- when people do TV shows don't really give a shit about it because he was like People were like, you ruined the man show as though I ruined something like spectacular or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, guess what? I would ruin that show twice as hard for half the money. I don't give a shit about it. It was such a funny way of putting it. Funny. It's surprising that he would sign on to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just he, they just fucking uh, threw it in there. But yeah, I hope Jimmy Kimmel, you know, they'll they'll go back on there and. But, you know, th- man, people's ability to dig into the past when someone makes one mistake is really funny. There's just so much to dig through. It's multiple so seasons. funny. Um, like every single show. Why, uh, why does uh, every year John Stewart's show, no, no, John Oliver's show wins for best late night talk show? I don't know. It's won like five, six years in a row. Why isn't Gutfeld winning anything on that? Is my question. That's what I've been. Where? Asking. Hey, my question. Where the the best writing of all time? Yeah. What is Gutfeld? Gutfeld is al- almost bordering on satire, bad talk show. Because it's like you'll you'll watch. Uh, because c- late night comedy especially has been watered down over the years. Because there's just too much of it now, and so like it's hard to. You're always treading on like old stuff. There are and a so, lot of late night shows. So you'll watch like certain John Oliver clips and certain, uh, you know, Daily Show clips, and you'll go like, "Ah, oh, this isn't fun." Like, what the fuck? Like, this is weird. But then you watch Gutfeld, and you go, "Oh my god!" I don't think I've ever the, seen it. Is that the name you, of the guy that hosts it? Yeah, his name's Gut Greg Gutfeld, I think. G U T T F E L D. Yeah. What network yes. is this on? Fox. It's like the number oh. one rated. Look this up for me. I think it's the number one rated late night show of all time. Is it right leaning? Still on? Oh, it's completely right leaning. Is yeah. it still on? Yes. 
Oh yeah, it's wildly popular. And they have guests the same as like a Jimmy Kimmel. Like no, a- no, they'll have they don't have no because like it, they would ju- it would just be Gina Carano every episode if that was the case. Uh, it would just be like and introducing again Gina Carano. I don't think John Oliver has guests either on his show. Yeah, no, it's like they'll have panels where it's like the tro like uh you know black gay Republican uh like white white guy Republican who's like really well dressed. On Gutfeld? Yeah, on Gutfeld. You could be on Gutfeld. I would love to watch it. You could be on it. Also, un- sort of related, did you did you know that Dasha from Red Scare was in succession? Yeah. yeah. And did you know that she was written out of the next season? Oh, no. Because they interviewed Alex Jones on their podcast? That makes sense, yeah. But she's no longer part of succession. Mm. Just, I'm just like, um, my brain is thinking about like the effects of doing things like that. Like, right. I mean, once you're on like a major network show, you kind of have to make a decision between whether or not you are still going to interview Alex Jones. Right. Really, the question is, am I going to continue being on this HBO show? Right. Because now HBO is like, this guy is on trial for Sandy Hook right now. Right. And you're, yeah. You're buddying up with him. It was interesting because I sort of thought like she had reached a certain level of being like above the no. the woke law. No, and she isn't. And then to you're not, not if whoa, you're, whoa, on whoa. A, you're not if you're on a network. I wouldn't. I also wouldn't call it the woke law to be like, hey, we have a problem with you interviewing Alex Jones on his rant. She had interviewed him Sharia a year law. ago. Yeah, and it was before he was on trial. Yeah, and um. I, Maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but no, this um, is an interesting conversation. I had a conversation kind of similar to this yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that it is. I think it's kind of absurd if you only interview people that you agree with their point of view. I, okay, so here's so I'm and I'm kind of on the fence here too because there's people that I like that have interviewed people and can that I, I don't agree with. Can I say just one thing Please. on the interview? So I listened to the interview with Alex Jones, and they're asking him questions without villainizing him. But from me listening to him, um, and I enjoy their interviews often, from me listening to him, I left that interview thinking, like, this guy believes a lot of insane things and, like, is not very mentally state. Like, this guy is, like... He has convinced himself to believe things that are so untrue that he like right. he gen- you know what I mean. So like they didn't get, they didn't pitch it as like this insane like cr- conspiracy theorist. They just like let him talk and it spoke for itself. In the, my opinion, but the issue. Okay, so I can understand seeing things in that context, and you're a critically thinking person who's pretty media savvy and stuff like that. The issue is the way modern media especially social media works is just so vastly different than how it used to be so people will have this like and i don't even know if if i'm with this or whatever it's just an interesting conversation but sure the other side's point is you're not we're not looking at it in uh in a light of this is one person's idea this is one ideologue conversating with another ideologue trying to settle their differences or uh highlight their discrepancies Modern media's breakdown of this is it's two clout chasers combining their clout. Yeah, they only had him on as a bit. It's really just as a bit. It's not like an act. Like, because you talk about speaking for himself. The guy's been speaking for himself on his own show for years. If you want to know what Alex Jones thinks, you can go watch InfoWars. So but there's no reason to have him on the show other listened- than as a bit. Have you listened to him on their show? On the Red Scare? Yeah. No. Okay, so on his show, according to him, he is playing a character, and he's like, well, he had to get forced to say that. Well, okay, whatever. Um, (laughs) That's a big distinction. Yeah, yeah. But if you want, I'm just saying the way that he's when he's talking with them and like a person to person, it's like he's talking like this. He's not screaming or whatever. On Infowars, he ups it to like a level one thousand. But he's still like it's similar to like Tim Dillon on his show where he's like screaming all the time. But if you meet Tim Dillon and person he's just like a calm yeah person. but the he's opinions like remain the same I, I totally get I, I understand what you're saying matt where you, but i think that you're just looking at it through a different lens than people who have and the lens that people who have a problem with it is like the, this lens of well like platforming platforming is sort of a way of sort validating. of a thing it's i i but i i also am a person where i'm like 
I don't want to take that argument. I don't really know how I feel about it because on on another end, it is like, well, you can use that to completely discredit other people. Like, you can discredit anyone you want by being like, well, you don't want to platform these ideas. Now, do I think it makes more sense for certain people? But sure, but those are the lines that I draw. So it, it's a hard one to sort of figure out. But what, what I'm just trying to say is to other people, what it's doing is it's the same thing as a Jake Paul boxing match where everybody's like, oh, you should box Jake Paul because you can kick his ass and that's what he needs is a good ass kicking. It would be great for him if that happened. It would be great because it's boxing not about... fans become exposed to Jake Paul and not YouTubers just that. become the, exposed to those videos. Those videos get watched a lot. Jake Paul gets to do a post-fight video where he's like, yeah, I got my ass kicked. That I'm using as an analogy to talk about having a having a public debate with someone just because of the nature of social media. It has kind of tampered those waters where someone's credibility isn't what's at stake. It's just once you get on the shows, you already win because it's all about being seen and having like inflammatory opinions nowadays. Yeah. And I guess their show, if anything, it more humanized him, which people don't want to right. hear. Also, Cooper, this brings me to an interesting point. We need you to box someone to get views up for this podcast. What do you want me to box? This is what I was going to. I think maybe. Uh, Alex Jones? Maybe. Ooh. I think maybe we'll start lower and then we'll work our way up. So I think Ben Avery first. Tim Dillon's co-host. He's in the podcast world. He's been on the show before. People know him. We'll have you box Ben Avery. You want me to box Ben? We're going to have you box Ben. Ben's, um, he's not really all there. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? He just might be rolling to box him. This is good. No, this is called promo. He's oh, selling the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. He's just not. Do yeah. you think that it would like literally. Ben is neurodivergent? It would be like, um, not a hate crime, but it would be like, you yeah. know, if, like if you walked into like a, like a home for like the mentally feeble children wow this is a really low blow. you're saying why would i go into an elementary school and beat up a like seven-year-old yeah that would be fucked up a really tall seven-year-old yeah a very tall skinny seven-year-old even if he won it's just wrong to fight him you're saying it's a lose-lose for you do you hear that pretty much hey you hear that over there we got a contender for you i don't think uh, ben's gonna hear about this We'll do MMA. I'll send it to him. I mean, maybe if I like see him <laughs> around, I'll tell him, but I don't really think he'd be interested. We'll do one round boxing, one round MMA, and then one round you guys just have to fuck. Wait, how does that work? Well, so if... Who wins the fuck? Th- that... Exactly. Judges scorecards. Judges scorecards. So you, there's going to be a, a panel of seven people watching. How do you compare a guy fucking versus a guy getting fucked, though? Exactly. Exactly. You can only compare two guys. The scoreboard will tell it all. I mean, I'm sure there's been situations with shit tops and perfect bottoms. Oh, every day. <laughs> yeah. What makes a bad top? Uh, no. Uh, compassion. No compassion. Co- no, no, no. I would say compassion makes a bad top. <laughs> Do you think that's a personal preference? Uh, I just say, I would just think that um, people who are... Often, I it's I'm generalizing like crazy, but that's what you got to do in showbiz, baby. No, I. You want to feel yeah. like you are fucking. You want to feel dominated. Yeah. You want to feel like that person but is taking ownership okay. of you. I don't want to hear you say, uh, "Is that is that okay? Is, is that too hard? Is that too fast?" So this is something I can just sp- do your thing. This is something I can speak on because mm. I've been I've been You've the, been bottoming. No, I've been topping for for a lot of women, which is a. a an even more kind of interesting power balance because it's not too, it's not yes, two men. Right. Heterosexual sex I'm so is much, more interesting. I never said interesting. You just you use the word interesting. Did I say interesting? Did yeah, I say more said, interesting? You said it's a more interesting. It's more interesting. Did I say more interesting? I don't know. We could rewind. Keep going. Is that homophobic to say that gay sex is boring? No, I never said it was boring. No, no but I'm saying if that's like what I'm you're bored saying, with like, it. I would, only watch would, straight porn. I'm saying in terms of the the power imbalance because you have another layer there, which is the fact that there's also like a gender dynamic. Oh yeah, so it's more. There is a lot more to consider. Yes, a lot more to consider. And I read that there was a girl who was really wanting me to do like a lot of. Cra- and I didn't know how comfortable you read I was. This? 
I read this book called The New Topping. Book. Oh, I thought you were saying I, you read about a girl who was wanting no, 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 to no, do no, 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 no. I read a girl in real life. Woman. You read a book called The New Topping. The New method? Topping book. And the first thing it says in it's the book. It's pretty gay. It's yeah. pretty gay. Is you know what's so funny? You'll wrestle a man naked, but you'll read a whole book <laughs> yeah. about being Wait, gay. You know what, what was so funny about this? Is This is when I was like younger. Gay shit. So I would, I would be reading the book about like, and these are all the men. And then I just come in like 30 seconds. Is it for a straight man? It's for everybody. You could read it and probably learn about it, but it's like the first thing is—it's it's for gay. The guys. bottom is always in control, and the top is always like subservient to the bottom, because you're doing the work. Yeah, I would say for me at first, it's nice to get acquainted. I always like it's nice to get acquainted with the dick, and then you kind of once you're once everything's settled in and there's not. Gonna what do you be, mean get acquainted with the dick? I mean you can't suck people it. like in movies. <laughs> I don't know how vaginas work very well. Say that again, Cooper. Suck it. That means suck it, right? You're no, 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 no. Foreplay. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Do you know there's a sexuality where people are only into foreplay? Yes. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. What the fuck's about. up with that shit? <laughs> I mean, on? acquainted as in your whole. Can, when in movies, you know, people start making out that immediately the guy's just inserting himself into that person. Yeah, that is that is something that comes up. Now, in, it's so, like, yeah. I just mean that that person's whole. I don't know how women are, but I'm assuming it needs to kind of get oh, acclimated yeah. to the dick before you just start pounding their lights out. Absolutely. Right? Well, you Absolutely. mean get acquainted like you start slow. That's getting acquainted. Yeah. I mean, that's more of a thing when it comes to anal with men, or just anal in general. It but is you're, than with you're, women. But you're definitely... I are mean, you, you still that can't... women are looser than men's assholes? Well, I think... The, so the way to... Uh, yeah. Well, the way okay. to... Vaginas are easier it to is enter easier than assholes. To, for an asshole, you need to, like, train it they also and get it bigger. Lubricate. And you need to... Well, for a woman, all you need to do okay. is hand them a loaded handgun, that's and where, then they're wet. That's where God, <laughs> that's where God wants us. That's why it's self-lubricate, because um, God wants us there. That's foreplay. Is Men I also can self-lubricate through saliva. That's what you were going to say. You are the devil. <laughs> the but devil yes, getting acquainted, and then once they're acquainted, I think it's more fun if the whoever is topping sort of takes control from yeah. there. But up top, if you just like try to shove it in, like it is not comfortable. And that's why... When they show the like shower scenes in American History X, and the person is like bleeding, mm-hmm. that's why it happens like that because they didn't get acquainted. That's not like every gay sex interaction. Uh, yeah, I didn't that's why it that. hurts. I don't watch American History X and like, oh, just like Matt. <laughs> well, you a know lot how gay of, guys have sex. Well, people who don't have gay friends, they just do. each other. Yeah, they're they like, all have swastika yeah, tattoos. Yeah, they're just like, I don't get why people like butt sex. Like, it must hurt so bad. It's like, yeah, if you just run up to someone and shove your dick in their ass, right? Yeah. It's gonna hurt. That would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how you said run the actual running. Yeah. Also, I don't understand. Uh, this is a longer conversation, but have you seen American History X? Of course. Yeah. They like literally grab the guy, and then all of a sudden he's just inside of him. It's like impossible. That guy just um, the the guy who is committing the R word just automatically is hard as a rock. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I mean, that's what he's hard for. Yeah, if he's super into, he's a I, I mean, that's not that's not the. I mean, the okay. And they probably have one guy where they're like, "Oh yeah, Chester's the man for this job." You know what I because mean? Because he just he's Chester's ready just to, into he's this. Ready to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, his damn role. Is, is that like your place if you're a gay white supremacist? Is that like you, you guys? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You said he's the man. You said he's the. Why am I looking at? No, 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 no. I'm saying that not. <laughs> Did you just say why am I looking at you and Dan? Do you want me to look at Lewis? Well, I would feel more comfortable with the question. No, was I, I get what he's asking me. now. No, Cooper, we're we're saying this specific guy. We're not saying all. This is a really tough conversation to navigate. If you're a white supremacist who enjoys R wording people, then prison probably is the best place for you. Why? Why does he? Does he do that to the guy? For his own pleasure, or like no, because as, they're punishing as him. Torture. They're punishing him. He yeah. stopped being a white supremacist, and they're like, "You're a little bitch." And so then they, that movie, by the way, rewatching it, it does not hold up as well as I thought it. would I was have. just looking up. I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen this it flick. in like ten years, and it is. It's like 
um, number 87 highest rated movies of all time. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't there a I wonder curb if stomp? it's not... Maybe it was just groundbreaking for Yeah, for the, the time. time. Anytime... There was a, there was a there period a where they would just have... Jesus. If you were a white guy and you played a racist character, yeah. people were just like, he's the best actor. Who becomes unracist. Yeah, oh, well, they all like, have to. Yeah, you have to, of course. Oh, my God. You can't, yeah. you can't be... Un- Wait, he ends up unracist by the yeah, end of the Yeah, at the end, the end he's unracist. a skinhead who goes to prison for curb stomping someone, and while he's in prison, he realizes why racism is bad and then he gets out of prison and tries to like convert his racist family out of prison is the last place somebody's gonna not be racist yeah isn't that a funny thing though yeah that that is true because there is a lot of well i watch a lot of west watson so i know all about this listen i've seen orange is the new black and those chicks be getting along prison is segregated that's true even in orange is the new black they have a whole thing about Person being I know, but me as a viewer made me oh, love you're, everyone. You go, these women are getting along. Do you think there's like positive racial politics in prison? I haven't been. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's different in prison. Have you been? No, but okay. I've talked to people who have <laughs> been and I've You've talked to people who have been to prison. Yeah. I'm not afraid of people that have gone to prison like you are, I guess. I love talking to people. You who have been talked to, to them. I was clarifying to those a question. People? I was clarifying. Yeah, but I mean, they segregate I you love the Martha minute Stewart. They segregate you the minute you walk into a jail. That's true. They segregate you, gay people from straight people. They segregate funny people from unfunny people. Yeah, I'd be in the damn silly wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's more of they a personality. Be, they would look at me and be like, "You're you're not a comedian." Yeah, and then, then you have I'd to be do like, five. No, 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 I'm funny. The second you get on the yard, dude, first they they're like, "Where's your paperwork?" Second, they're like, "Where's your type five? <laughs> it's funny to imagine prison wardens like divvying up the prison terms of like, I think they would like get along, but like not yeah. from race of like they just have like they're a fun. They, group. I, they have a good vibe. This is like a fun. They group. cause so many murders. Yeah, this is like a fun group. Yeah, <laughs> I think they really like each other. They both like Star Trek. He's sort of quiet, but he's more outgoing. I think he'll sort of He'll bring be something good out socially of him. for him. Right. Yeah. You know, he's gay. We think he's gay. <laughs> That's cute. We're, we'll find out. Um, Lewis, how much time do we have left? We're at 40 minutes. We're at 40. Um, Man, Matt, you would be so racist if you went to prison. Me? Yeah. You'd um, be with the white supremacists and you'd be like, oh my God, yeah, fuck them. Fuck the white supremacists. No, like I would other be racist ra- other against the white supremacists. No, I mean you would be standing there like with like a swastika on your arm, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, yeah." I, fucking- I don't think so. I think I would Ugh. probably do whatever I could to get into the black women's ward of the prison. Right. Like I would like really make that my goal. Right. Because that is where I would enjoy myself the most. They would beat <laughs> the shit out of I you. I would not make it past. 12 hours. Oh, yeah. No, I would be killed immediately. Oh, it would be bad. I don't think... And I would uh, be thankful. They would be like, this is for taking all of the things that we say. Yeah. And they're like, and here, why don't you them? steal this part of our culture <laughs> and then <they> murder <laughs> me? Yeah. kill you. Yeah. You'd for say sure. queen and it would be over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but while I'm being beat to death, I would say, yas. You would say yas. <laughs> no, that is a really... I think that people do need to talk about that more, how, like, horrible and horrifying and, like... On, uh, I feel like people, there's not as much conversation about how inside of prisons, it is just completely like militant and like unlivable and scary. And we just put people in that position. And it's so bad. It's so like gross that we do that. Yeah, we just traumatize people. Oh my, it's so traumatic to do yeah. that to people. You're putting them literally in a situation where we've all, like everybody knows who knows anything about prison, that it is like, you're taking someone who's like, oh, because you stole a TV, you're going to go into this, or like you have three strikes or whatever. You have to go into this environment where it's segregated. Like, mm-hmm. that, no, that's not the, I mean, there's like other bad things. It's not the only bad thing about it, but just to start with, and then you're yeah. subjected to violence. You have to do violence against other people to keep standing in whatever like group or gang or whatever you want to call it you're in. That sucks. The thing that people are going to come out of that better never oh yeah my my mother is an american history teacher and when i saw her last summer i talked to her for the first time about for-profit prisons and she was unaware of their existence there were there's not a ton of them though there's There's not a lot of privately owned prisons i don't think i lewis can you look that up three 
Yeah, how many private <laughs> prisons? I mean, one is way too many. We should start one. One is ooh, the sissy boys together. We could do it in here. Did I, I, did I ever tell you guys about the first time I got but in the trouble? Prison would be a, a prison of pleasure in here. And so You're I was. So I started saying something. Yourself. So I started saying something there, and then you decided that saying a prison of pleasure. I'm a feminist. Interesting. You also did start speaking when he mentioned that you interrupted him, which is pretty funny. What were you saying? I was saying the first time I ever got in trouble for a joke, I, it was a dumb joke about uh, private prisons. Really? Yeah. What did you say? I said, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, There's private. Uh, they're getting rid of private prisons, which is uh, really bad for me because I'm trying to start a private prison. Uh, it's a small prison. It's just a guy in my basement now. <laughs> it's like It was like a dumb beginner's joke. It's like paint by numbers. Like what's going to happen to all those mom and pop prisons out there? Like, you know. Sure. And then I, I did it at this college, and the people who ran the show messaged me afterwards and were like, uh, hey, like, great show, but uh, I just wanted to say your joke about uh, prisons really threw a lot of people off and made them upset. What is wrong about that joke? They said it was because it's about prisons, uh, and prison is a racial issue, um, that I it was a racially charged joke, and literally I... I can't make this up. I can find the message. The person who messaged me about this said, when you say that you have a person in your basement, I can't help but picture a black person. And I was like, what the fuck? Don't you feel so racist typing that out? How do you know? How do you type that out and then press send and go? I'm in the right here. They're like, if I'm gonna lock anyone in my basement, it's gonna be a black guy, and so I can't hear you telling that joke. It's just I want to put black people in prison so bad that it uh, seriously offends me. When dude, you talk it, about it was shocking. It's all to I me. think about because really it was also wild. it was one of my first shows ever. It was like maybe the second or third show I ever did. And I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do comedy ever again. <clears throat> this is not worth Did it. Did you when take you a break? you describe yourself doing something horrible to someone, I imagine Viola Davis. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and what the fuck? because I imagine that, you are racist. Luckily, I stopped doing that joke for the real reason, for the reason that anyone should stop telling a joke like that, which is that it is not funny. Right. It's just not a good joke. If I'm thinking about torturing people, I'm thinking about black people. It's just That's such what they a said. fucked up. Like, think to... Type out for if you type that out, you should commit yourself to some form of psychiatric evaluation and then to press send. 150. There's 150 private prisons. Whoa, way more than I thought. You learn something new every day. That's good to know. Eight percent of prison. How many fucking prisons are there? Like thousands. Um. If 8% is 150, then it's around 1,500. They are all full, so goddamn. We should probably stop locking people up for like nonviolent offenses that really don't affect anybody. Yeah, it's weird that we do that. It's There's 150 weird. private prisons? No, 120, right? 150, shit. And and we could make it 150. This is how much I want to be correct, is my fucking stupid brain will constantly try to make the number lower, even though it was just spoken to me. That's okay, you just didn't hear it. I'm so... I'm, I, I always see the best in you. You're the only one. I'm wrong so often. I disagree. And so furious. The image of a mom-and-pop private prison is very funny. Just to yeah, think of that it in was a small yeah. town where it's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Honest, like, hardworking, nice, you know. Yeah. But if the if their prison, you know, really changed the definition of a prison, where their prison was like, kind of like a bed and breakfast rehabilitation place where they like can teach you lessons about kindness, right. And uh, yeah, reconciliation. It'd I be mean, beautiful. No, it's like really a gospel is. choir, It'd and there's nice. also a glee club that has gay people. There's Ooh. the first maximum. You're not allowed to hurt them. There's a first maximum security like prison. Like other gay glee clubs where you're allowed to hurt them. Yeah. The first maximum security prison in Greenland has... Uh, Mexican security prison? Uh, maximum. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Go on, Cooper. We're just going to forget that I don't that think happens. those exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to um, move on. <laughs> but uh, you can use context clues, like, sometimes. Yeah, we're going to move uh, on. They, they don't have cells. They have, like, dorms that yeah. are locked, and they then they have their own rooms, and then they have a kitchen where they can go in and make their own food, and they give them, like, knives and everything. And, and they, the, they can vote, too? Yeah. And in the guards... Greenland? 
the guards are barely there. They all just kind of live together. And then they go and do like arts and crafts. And some people are like, yeah, you might be a little too nice. Maybe that's too much. And yeah, this is a know. maximum security prison. So these people have done like yes. killed people. They're like violent offenders. Yeah. And are multiple of them allowed in the kitchen at the same time with knives? Yeah, they all hang out. They they this their prison is like nicer than my apartment. Like easy. Wow. Easy. It's yeah. Nicer. Uh, this is uh, is Greenland its own country? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh. It's yeah. either Greenland or uh, Iceland. Iceland. It's it's a very small country, and it's where in like Reykjavik, like they all Reykjavik like, is a, Iceland. A lot of them know each other. Like a startling amount, apparently. So when they talked about this prison, they were like, "So do you arrest people that you know?" They're like, "Quite often, yeah, quite often." Which Weird. makes for a better police force because it's different than in LA, where yeah, like, cops from Simi Valley come and arrest kids in South Central. The real issue is kind of like yeah. lack of community. Like that—that's like why countries with so many people always have problems. Like the higher the population of the country, usually the bigger the problems. We need community. Yeah. This podcast brings it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. We um, should start a for-profit basketball team. God, we need more prisons in this country. No. We need more people in prison. No, Cooper, that is not more No, that's not the takeaway. With longer sentences. No, 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 that's no, no that's not the fewer chances. No, that's not the takeaway. And no more appeals. No, what's this whole appeal be, there thing? There needs to be a process of appeals because Once then it you're keeps, in, it keeps the system kind of honest, you Once know. you're in, you're in. Um, what's something pan you've done? <sighs> and if you say something too pan, we're going to put you in prison. I took my girlfriend to a secret breakfast. Oh, it's where wow. you take them to breakfast, but you don't tell them where you're going. Yeah. So it's a secret, a little secret she breakfast. knew that it was going to be breakfast. She did know it was going to be breakfast. It was the morning. So I, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all right that she knew that. Good I guess God. I guess a real maybe a surprise breakfast would actually be lunch. Maybe you're right. Yeah, that would be. A but real I guess I would be a real surprise. You you black bagger at like two a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and throw her in a van. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt, what's something gay you've done? Um, last night I had a person come over who is a friend, and I like wanted to. Ha- they're loosely a friend. This story sucks. <laughs> they're really annoying. Okay. And I, in my mind, I like, I was like, it would be cool to have sex with them. They don't want to have sex with me. Right. They're really annoying. Right. My night was just three hours of me listening to them talk. Oof. I don't like talking to them. Yeah. And they didn't want to have sex with me. So it was a huge waste God, of time on really both hurts. of our parts. I'm you sorry. You think they suck and they don't want to fuck you. Yeah. No, but that's why it was like, you know, enticing, I guess. Right. Literally at one point, I uh, they went up to go to the bathroom and I pulled out my Duolingo to like do my one Spanish lessons that the app doesn't yell at me. <laughs> and when they got back from the bathroom, I was like, hey, I just have three questions left and then I'm done with this lesson. I'll put it away. And, and he goes, no, put it away now. And I, and I was like, uh, I was like, I'm just going to do it. And he goes, if you don't put it away right now, I'm going to pour my drink down the sink and go home. And then everything Whoa. in my mind was like, this is insane behavior and yeah. he should go home. But instead, I put the app away. It's just strange to have that mentality and then also not want to fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. Um. Something straight that I did was uh, drove to my girlfriend's house and installed a lock on her door. Oh, wow. Yep. Did you give yourself a spare key? I already had a spare key. Did Pervert. she get broken in or something? No, uh, it's a long story, but oh, okay. she just wanted the extra lock on the door. Sometimes you got to have an extra lock. Would on you the say door. that she is a prisoner in her own apartment? Interesting question. No, I would say her cat is the prisoner. God. Yeah. That's steep. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Thanks yeah, so subscribe much. Subscribe on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. If we get to a thousand subscribers, we're gonna open a private prison. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But thank you. We will. <laughs>